Welcome back, friends. You are here for the Friday Faith Follow-Up episode, where we're going to dive into three scriptures that are so helpful to move us away from a place of just feeling kind of distracted in family life, to focus instead on our actual priorities of faith and family. You are listening to episode 171 of the Love Your People Well podcast, where our mission here is to enjoy every minute of family life. And if we're distracted, which is so easy to have happen, then we're not really going to enjoy our relationships. They might not be bad. They might not be filled with conflict, but are they going to be meaningful? and purposeful and life-giving if we're not really rooted in the priorities that we have? In my experience as a counselor, as a mom, they're not going to be as meaningful or as enjoyable. And that's why here on the podcast, we are um, kind of in the middle of a deep dive into the four biggest roadblocks to enjoying family life the first of which is distraction. That is so common and so deadly to our relationships. And so we talked a little bit earlier this week um, about just a bunch of different tips and strategies and, and kind of mom hacks for how to deepen your faith without adding a ton of time into your schedule. And today I want to take a look at a few stories um, and, and scripture verses where we can find encouragement for what it looks like to actually prioritize the things that God has for us and not get distracted. Now, I'll remind you of my disclaimer that I am a counselor, as I said, but this podcast is not therapy. And I will remind you as well that we have a ton of resources over at loveyourpeoplewell.com. Maybe specifically, since we're diving into scripture today, Uh, You might want to check out our free 45-day Bible and prayer challenge called the Holy Habits, just to walk you through developing that habit of spending time with the Lord, Um, and also to invite you to join us inside the Faith Fiver Club, because this month right now, our monthly focus is on spiritual disciplines. And so if you want to deepen your faith and get focused on what really matters, There's no better way to do it than those regular rhythms of disciplining ourselves to do the things that actually matter, that move things forward. And you can get all the info for that over at loveyourpeoplewell.com or just scroll down right there in the podcast description. There are links for you. Um, But let's take a look at our first scripture passage today, which comes from Luke chapter 10. I think it probably starts around verse, um, yes, verse 38 to 42. Now, this is a really well-known story about two sisters, Mary and Martha. And Jesus is their friend, and he comes to visit their village. They open their home to him. Martha, it says in verse 40, Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made, while Mary 
has been sitting at the Lord's feet, listening to what he said. And so Martha comes to Jesus and she says, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. And this is, I think, a very popular passage for women's ministries to focus on because we can all identify with Martha. You are running a home, you're raising a family, there are a million things on your schedule. But I think it's meaningful that the scriptures here use the word distracted. Yes, there are preparations that have to be made. All these guests just came. They have to feed them. They have to take care of them. Not only is that, you know, it's Jesus and you want to treat him well, but in their culture, hospitality was such a huge priority. And there's no question here. Jesus does not argue with the fact that there are things that need to get done. There are preparations that have to be made, but... There is one thing that we can do at any moment of time, and we always want to try to choose what is better. And Jesus tells us very clearly right here that focusing on him, leaning into relationship with him is better, is more important than all of the important things that we have to get done. And this is such a helpful scripture. You know, it's just a few passages. Yes, you've probably heard people preach on it before or speak about it before. But to actually sit down and spend time in the word yourself, to read these verses, meditate on them, think about them, pray about them. This could be so meaningful as you wrestle with the question in your life, your current season, the you know modern culture that you're raising your kids in. When you get distracted, what is the actual priority? The Lord, he's not trying to hide it from us. He's not, you know, it's not a trick question. He wants us to get the work done and sit at his feet. And how do we do that? And so that's a really powerful passage that's in Luke chapter 10, um, just to wrestle through with the Lord, with the Holy Spirit, and pray for him to help us focus on what's in front of us that actually matters, that is the most important thing. That is how, my friends, you are going to deepen your relationships and enjoy family life. The second verse I want to highlight is just one verse. It's actually the very first verse I ever memorized as a new Christian back in college. James chapter 1, verse 22. And what it says is, Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. And there's a reason this was the first one I memorized, because I was reading a lot of scripture. And when, when you're new at something, there's just so much going on. And I have always found this verse so challenging and helpful and meaningful to move me from thinking about something, feeling something, maybe even having some really valuable insight about something to actually doing it. And when we think about how easily we are distracted from the things that truly matter to us, it usually comes down a lot more to what am I doing with my time than what I might think or feel or believe is my biggest priority. 
If you're reading the Bible every day, but you're not living it out, there's a gap, my friend, and that needs to be dealt with with the Lord. We don't want to deceive ourselves by thinking, hey, we all got to church on Sunday. Boom, check mark. We're good. Our faith is solid. You know, that's not enough to sustain you the other days of the week. You're going to get distracted again, and you're not really going to deepen what that faith journey looks like. So James chapter 1, verse 22, that can be a huge encouragement as we consider what do we believe, what are we reading, what are we studying, versus what are we actually doing with that information. The third piece I want to point us to is um, in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 14. Um, It's a little section here, starting at verse 13, Um, And then continuing on, probably through 23 is probably the power verse (laughs) that we're going to talk about here. And actually, the same story is told in Mark chapter 6. But here in Matthew 14, what it tells us is two times when Jesus left the people, the crowds, even his disciples, he dismissed them and he went off by himself to pray. So let me share the context here, because what happens, the reason it happens twice so close together is that Jesus hears that John the Baptist has been killed. That's his cousin, presumably his friend. It's the man who baptized him, who is the the Elijah. You know, he's he's fulfilling prophecy and he is a prophet. And Jesus hears that he has been killed. And it says in verse 13, that Jesus then withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place. But what happens is that people hear about that and they follow him. And when he lands in that solitary place, it's not solitary anymore. There's a large crowd. It says he has compassion on them. He heals their sick. He stays with them. He teaches them. And then this is when he feeds the 5,000 plus people with just a few loaves of bread and a few fish. A huge miracle. And then it says that immediately, this is verse 22, immediately after feeding everyone, immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. And after he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. So clearly he he tried to withdraw and get that alone time Oh, but it didn't happen. People needed him. They followed him. He had compassion. Let's just pause there and acknowledge that probably happens every day of your mom life. You try to get a few minutes by yourself. You know, you you go to the bathroom, you close the door, and then those little toddler fingers are sticking under and somebody needs you and, and we have compassion on them. And so we give up our alone time to focus on the needs of our family But then once that need is met, Jesus heals people, he feeds them, he teaches them. And then again, he sends everyone away and he goes off by himself to pray. He doesn't give up on that goal of refocusing in on his priority. But he also doesn't ignore the task that is in front of him. And of course, we are not Jesus. While we are doing the task, it's so easy to be distracted. But a lot of the tips that we talked about in Tuesday's episode, in episode 170, can be really helpful to help you you get the things done 
without losing sight of the bigger priorities that you really want to focus on. Let me interrupt our conversation just for a moment to invite you to join me over in the Faith Fiverr Club. This is our private community where every month we go deep into a different topic of family life. With a private podcast, a personal workbook, month by month, encouragement and resources, join us at patreon.com forward slash love your people well. All right, let's get back to our conversation. And I think, I don't, you know, you never want to read into scripture. It doesn't tell us why Jesus made the disciples leave before he dismissed the crowd. Um, But I would imagine it's because he had a closer relationship with the disciples. I'm not imagining that. That's just reality. They were traveling with him, living with him, eating with him um, versus the crowd who came and now is leaving. But I think because he had a closer relationship with the disciples, he knew it's going to be harder to get off by myself and pray if we dismiss the crowd and then we're still all here together. And so he arranged things intentionally so that he would be more successful getting that prayer time that he knew he needed. And we can do the same. My friends, this is a wonderful passage to not only validate for us that it is good to get away by ourselves at least once in a while and talk to God, but it's also good to be interrupted and let ourselves have compassion and do the tasks that are before us to love our people, to care for our people. That doesn't mean we have to pick one or the other. We need both in a healthy life. And this can be helpful to pray through, you know, asking the Lord to give you wisdom and guidance around how to arrange your time, arrange your schedule, what routines might be helpful so that you can get both things done without always feeling so distracted that you can't be present in the moment with the people in front of you or with the Lord. Now, are these the only scripture passages that would help us when we think about um, how easy it is to feel distracted and the value in focusing and setting that foundation on the Lord? Of course, these are not the only passages, Um, but they are very powerful passages and it's a really good jumping off point. So um, if you're joining us, you know, if you're in the Faith Fiverr Club and you're practicing the disciplines of meditating on the word, studying the word, these might be some passages to focus in on. Um, And plenty of other spiritual disciplines that we're talking about can also be informed by these scriptures. Um, But especially just James 1.22, that's a very simple verse. It might be worth memorizing. I think about that verse very frequently because I have it memorized and it has been meaningful to me. And so I'll remind you as we're wrapping up um, to grab those freebies on the resources page over at loveyourpeoplewell.com. Take a look at the devotionals as well, because we, um, we have two that might be really helpful with this topic, Finding Your Identity in Christ, a devotional workbook, Diving into Scripture, um, and then the Joy in the Journey 40-Day Devotional Around Motherhood, 
finding joy in the hard journey of motherhood. Um, those are both great ones to go deeper into the scriptures, specifically around, you know, if you're feeling just kind of distracted, what's my purpose? What's my identity? What's this really all about? Um, those are two great ones to get you moving forward. Because ultimately, your purpose is not to be a wife, not to be a mom. It's to be a daughter of the king. And so keep your focus where it needs to be. Get the stuff done. Yeah. But don't lose sight of the actual priorities because those are the things that will bring meaning and joy and purpose into family life. Well, friends, that is all I have for us today. So we will be back next week with more biblical encouragement and practical tips to help you love your people well. But until then, hugs and blessings to you, my friend. I'll talk to you soon. I'm so glad you joined me today for this episode of the Love Your People Well podcast. If you found it helpful or encouraging, please leave a written review to encourage me, but also to help the show grow. You can even copy the link to this episode and text it to a friend. Don't forget to grab all your resources at loveyourpeoplewell.com and join us inside the Faith Fiverr Club for extra perks every week.